Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right, guys, let's do this. Romans chapter 11. Um, we've been taking this journey through the New Testament. Hopefully you have your Bible and you've been tracking along with us, making notes, underlining things. Um, we, uh, we've been, uh, as I said, tracking, tracking through Romans and recap real quick. First chapter, first eight chapters of Romans are about the basic doctrine of the Christian faith kind of how we're saved, how, how we are made righteous. Then chapters 9 through 11 really deal specifically with the nation of Israel or the people of Israel. How do they fit into God's, uh, into the good news, into the gospel, into this, you know, um, message of salvation through Jesus? How do they fit into that? And 12 through 16 um, deal with the practical implications of that. And so what is it? What are the practical implications of being a Christian, practical living out of the Christian life? So we are in chapter 11, which then, you know, is the kind of the the last piece of Paul's conversation specifically about what about Israel? What about the people of God? What about the people of the Old Testament? What about people who, you know, were the custodians of the of the Judeo faith, Judeo Christian faith for Thousands of years before Christianity ever came on the scene. What about them? Has so chapter eleven begins with sort of this question: Is God going to just so? Um, is God just going to cast away His people if if the rejection of Israel, if uh, Israel's rejection of the gospel is consistent with God's overall plan, like God knew that was going to happen, uh, and that they free freely chose to reject it, and it sort of does that mean that um, Israel's fate is sort of settled? That they're with no possibility of restoration. Can they be? Can they? Can, and so, what's what's the deal? What's the deal with Israel? Welcome everybody. Welcome to this podcast. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So now we kind of summarize what's going on. Now we got to read. Let's do it. Let's do this. Remnant Israel. I asked then. Did God reject his people? Is that what happened? By no means. Heck no. That's what Paul says. <laughs> he likes that phrase in Romans. Heck no. Heck no. Did he? No. Um, what is Paul saying? I'm exhibit A. I'm an Israelite. Next verse. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. Of course not. Look at me. I'm right here. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. Uh, don't you know that scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he appeared, how he appealed to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left and they are trying to kill me. Paul saying, I'm a little bit like Elijah here, trying to call my people to repentance. And even my own people are, you know, in some degree are turning against me. They don't, they're not hearing the gospel, but I, but I love my people. And what was God's answer to Elijah, him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed a knee to Baal. 
so too at the present time there is a remnant chosen how watch this there's a remnant chosen by how chosen by ethnicity no chosen by grace charis grace Mm, that's what he's been saying all along. That's what he's been saying. Saved by faith. Saved by grace through faith. By faith. Trust. Holy Ghost juice right there. Holy Ghost juice. Verse 6. And if by grace then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. Grace is unmerited favor. It, by definition, means you don't earn it. So if you work for it, then it wasn't by grace. Your paycheck at the end of the week that you have worked to earn is not grace. It's, it's works. You earned it. You worked for it. If someone just wrote you a check, that you didn't do anything for, that's grace. That's unmerited favor. You didn't deserve that. You didn't do anything for it. So he's saying the children of Israel, just like the Gentiles, will be are saved by not by works, but by grace. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. We're in Romans chapter 11. What's up, Dan? Welcome. Trish, welcome. Verse 7. What then? What the people of Israel sought so earnestly they did not obtain? The elect among them did, but the others were hardened, as it is written. So he asked the question, then he answers it. So Israel, who tried so hard to obtain salvation, didn't get it. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Not everybody was trying hard. Not everybody's rowing in this boat. <laughs> some people just, some people, you ever, you, been, you ever been, could, you know, in a canoe with somebody and you're like, hey, you ain't, you ain't paddling, bro. Yo, bro, put that, put that paddle in the water. I was watching two people the other, the other day. We were out at, on the water and the guy, it was two people, I think a husband and wife. I don't know which one was, you know, couldn't see really who was what, but maybe it was two friends. The person in the back, he working hard, man. He paddling, he paddling, but he really couldn't see the guy in the front. And the guy in the front, he, he barely even putting his paddle in the water. He he ain't even be he ain't even. I mean, he he's in, he's doing the same motion, but his paddle like a half an inch in the water. I'm like, oh no, I'd be throwing that dude no in the water. <laughs> man in the back, he working. Oh, he working hard. Other guys, you got one of these little little jabs going just half inch of water <laughs> anyway i digress i digress people <laughs> um so so paul raises the question what then the people who sought it so earnestly didn't obtain it and the, and paul said wait well, the elect did the remnant those who truly had faith those who walked by faith just, just justification by faith those were saved as it is written God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that could not see and ears that could not hear to this very day. And David says, 
May their table become a snare and a trap, a summon block, and a, and a retribution for them. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see, and their backs be bent forever. Paul's saying this is consistent. Paul's saying this is not a new deal. It was true in the time of Elijah. He's giving you a little history lesson, right? He said this is true in the time of Elijah. Elijah talked about it. It's true in the time of David. David talked about it. This is not new. That, that, that you know, not everyone listened to God. Not everybody was paddling. Some were just doing this. You know, someone just holding a paddle. Whew, can we go a little faster? Yeah, we can go faster if you put your paddle in the water. <clears throat> Your oar, paddle or whatever. Back when I was in school, it was a paddle. <laughs> Looked like a little baby oar, but it was a paddle. Anyway, anyway, I ain't trying to talk about corporal punishment right here. Just anyway, anyway. Verse 11, verse 11. Again, I ask. Paul's like, I'm just asking questions and answering them. That's what I'm doing right here. Let me ask you another question. Let me let me ask me another question. <laughs> let me ask me another question right here. Uh, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Like, do they have no chance of recovery? Is Israel completely lost? Heck no. Certainly not. Not at all. Rather, rather. Because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. Whoa. So God's using the response of the Gentiles to the gospel to get Israel's attention. That even out of envy, they might repent and come to Jesus. God uses all things, right? He uses all things, people. We know this, friends. We know this. God uses all things. See, I almost didn't even take a sip. I just picked it up and put it right back down. It don't work that way. You got to drink it. Ah, that's better. <laughs> uh, you know, it's been a short week. It's been a short week. So where are we? Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. Verse 12. But if their transgression means riches for the world and their loss means riches for the Gentiles, how much greater riches will their full inclusion bring? See, Paul's saying, look, if God is going to do all these gracious things to the world, don't think God's not also going to do gracious things to his the people of Israel who respond to Jesus. He's going to do great things. Their inclusion, how great and full will their inclusion be? Now, look, this is where some people, I, I kind of part ways with some people. Um, some people think that all of the promises of God, everything that was ever promised to Israel, you know, basically does not apply to Israel anymore. It applies exclusively to the church. I ain't ready to buy that. I ain't ready to buy that piece yet. I think it is true that we are now included in the promises made to Israel, faithful Israel. But I'm not really, I'm not, I, I can't, mm, I can't buy that one yet. I can't buy that piece. Because right here he's saying, in, how much greater will their full inclusion bring? God's got some. Verse 13. I am talking to you Gentiles. Here we go. Gentiles. 
Inasmuch as I am the apostle to the Gentiles, I take pride in my ministry in the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people to envy and save some of them. I want to wake them up. I hope they wake up. I'm a minister to the Gentiles. That's what Paul is. It's his mission. God called him to go to the Gentiles. He's the apostle to the Gentiles. Um, and I want them to, to be saved. Verse 15. For if their rejection brought reconciliation to the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? It's going to be amazing. If the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. If remnant Israel, then Israel is represented. It's not like Israel is not represented in the people of God. They are. Remnant Israel, those who've responded in faith, the, 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 the batch, the, the, the little part of dough has, represents the whole batch. The whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. Verse 17. If some of the branches have been broken off and you, though a wild olive shoot, look, 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 look. Paul said, look, 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 Gentile. You ain't none but a wild olive shoot. You ain't, you wild. You you a wild little olive shoot. He right. I we can't I can't deny that, Paul. I can't. I can't. You got me. You got me. See, he ain't nothing but a wild olive shoot. And you got grafted in. You you wild little olive shoot. You got grafted in. So don't ever forget that. Do not consider yourself to be superior to those other branches. Right? Gentiles, we got to always be grateful that we got grafted into God's plan. We were, we were some wild olive shoots. We got grafted in to a, to a root system that started way before us. Do not consider yourself to be superior to those other branches. If you do consider this. You do not support the root, but the support root supports you. Israel is the Judeo-Christian faith. It's built on the teachings that, that of Israel. The Christian faith was built, was a fulfillment that began in Jewish faith. All of the early Christians continued to go to synagogue. They were Jewish. Now, they changed their day of worship because Jesus rose on the first day of the week, Sunday, but they didn't stop being Jewish. None of them said, you know, I'm a Jewish anymore. I'm, I'm now a Christian. I'm not Jewish. No, 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 no. They were still Jewish. They still went to the Old Testament scriptures. There was no New Testament yet. They were making it. They were living it. They were, they were creating it. <laughs> so he says, look, you did not support the root. The, report, the root supports you. Verse 19, you will say then, branches were broken off so that we could get grafted in. They had to make room for us. Say, no, 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 no. Say, hold on. Granted, but they were broken off because of unbelief. And you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, but tremble. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. So look, look, you ain't, don't, don't get all arrogant. That's what Paul's saying. Don't get arrogant as a, as a, as a Gentile, as someone, as a Christian. Don't get arrogant. Realize how gracious a gift that has been given to us to be grafted into the family of God, to be, be adopted into the family of God. Be grateful. Don't be arrogant. 
22, consider therefore the kindness and sternness of God, sternness of those who fail, but kindness to you, provided that you continue in this kindness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. You stop believing. You turn your back on God. You're not going to be saved. And if you do not, if you and, and if they do not persist in unbelief, they'll be grafted back in. For God is able to graft them in again. So the, to the question, is, is, is unfaithful Israel now uh, lost forever? Paul says, no. If they believe, they'll be grafted right. They'll be grafted in. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 24, after all, if you were cut off, if you were cut out of an olive tree that is wild by nature and contrary to, to nature, were grafted in a cultivated olive tree, you a wild tree, you old crazy tree, you put in, you, they, you were grafted into an amazing tree. You know, how much more readily will these, the natural branches, be grafted into to their own olive tree? So you got wild Gentiles grafted into a beautiful tree. How much more will the 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 branches of the the once beautiful tree that don't believe, but then they start believing? How much more will they be grafted? In? They're gonna be grafted in really nice. It's gonna be amazing once they believe. Verse twenty five. I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be conceited. We gotta be humble, man. We gotta be humble. Israel has experienced a hardening in part. Until the full number of Gentiles has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved. Doesn't mean everybody biologically, he's already said this a million times, doesn't mean everyone biologically, Israel is going to be saved. All of those who have faith, Jew and Gentile alike, will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will turn godliness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. So there's a hardness of the heart of Israel. There's going to come a time when, when they believe, when some of them believe. As far as the gospel is concerned, they are enemies for your sake. But as far as election is concerned, they are loved on account of the patriarchs. Man, that's about as clear. They are still elect. That verse right there tells you that is not talking about the church. That's talking about Israel. Look. As far as the gospel is concerned, they are enemies for your sake. But as far as election is concerned, they are loved. On account of the patriarchs. Why? Because God made promises to the patriarchs. For God's gifts and his calls are what? Irrevocable. He can't take them back. Just as you were once time disobedient to God, have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience. So they too now have become disobedient in order that they may too may now stop in order that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you. It's going to work both ways. For God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that he may have mercy on them all. What? Everyone's turned over to disobedience. It goes back to Romans chapter 1 and 2. Everyone's turned over to disobedience. What? There's not one righteous, no, not one, not Jew, not Gentile, nobody. They're all disobedient, but they can all be saved. Whosoever. Then he, Paul just going to break out in a praise moment right now. He's going to break out in a praise moment because we got, we got grafted in. So we can have, he can, God now can have mercy because he paid the ultimate price for sin. 
through Jesus. So he can now have mercy. He can uphold his justice and his righteousness and his holiness. And he can show mercy to the, to the children that he loves by receiving them, all who trust him by faith. Watch this. Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his path beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should put, repay him? God don't owe you nothing. That's what he's saying. For from him and through him and for him all are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Woo. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who, who, who's going to God, I got I to gotta give you some advice here. Ain't nobody going to give God advice. Who has, who has ever, God ever said, you know what? I owe you something, man. I owe you something. No, God don't owe you nothing. God ain't never owed anybody anything. For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. All right. Thank you guys for being on today. So remember, if you want to get Romans 12 and 13, I'm going to record those for the podcast. I'll release, I'll put out 12 tomorrow and 13 on Saturday. Um, but right now, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for grafting us in. Most of us here on this podcast, most of us in this daily morning prayer are Gentiles. And we just think of the mercy uh, that you showed us by grafting us in to the family of God, adopting us in to the family of God. Lord, uh, Lord, we, we, we thank you in humble praise and adoration for receiving us and accepting us and adopting us. Lord, forgive us when we're conceited. Forgive us when we get arrogant. Forgive us when we um, look with pride on those who don't believe, Lord. Lord, we, we ask your forgiveness for that. And help us to approach people with love and grace. Lord, we pray that we would be used by you to help others be grafted in to the family of God. Thank you, Lord, that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord can be saved. Everyone who trusts in Jesus can be saved. We thank you for that simple yet powerful good news. Lord, I pray for my friends today. I pray that they would go in peace and grace and power. Lord, whatever uh, special need they have today, whatever special measure of grace they need from you today, I pray that you would grant it to them uh, in, a, in an amazing way. Um, Lord, thank you so much for this time of prayer. We pray your blessing and grace to go with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being on today. Romans chapter 11. Awesome stuff. Love it. Love it. All right, you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.